You chair the Veterans, Military, and Homeland Security Committee in the Georgia Senate. Uh, the program I'm looking for, the one that's being discussed here, Warrior to Citizen Program. And you as a former Army Ranger, tell me about this program. Well, Warrior to Citizen is, is one of these great nonprofits that has stood up and working with other nonprofits to try to help our veterans, specifically when a veteran comes back home from the war theater, oftentimes they have to reacquaint themselves with their own spouse. And you take the stressors that they've been through. The spouse doesn't know what, what they've been through because they just can't have experienced it. And um, this nonprofit helps marriages reconnect and, um, and, and work through and walk through their challenges together uh, so that they can have a healthy marriage. I mean, the, there's a 70% divorce rate amongst our veterans and, you know, the, the government's going to be ill-equipped to fix something like this. You need ministry-driven nonprofits and folks that are dealing with uh, psychological issues as well. So um, I'm really proud of what Warrior Citizens doing. Um, but it's all privately funded for the most part, and, and it's a challenge uh, to keep these things going, but it's very important. So thanks for asking me about that. Absolutely. Warrior to Citizen. I'm sure you can find that on the web. Uh, State Senator Hunter Hill, Atlanta Republican, candidate for governor. Uh, to this point, and again, we're some months away, uh, even before candidate qualifying. And oh, by the way, there's a legislative session to go through. But in terms of the campaign itself, you, the others out there, how's your campaign going to this point? Well, Tim, thank you. It's been incredibly encouraging. Uh, we've had a ton of support across the state. We're building out a statewide grassroots network, um, and we're, we're getting very organized in a lot of different counties. We're uh, raising uh, money that we need. You know, we got to get our message out, but the, the most important thing is that our message is resonating, and that's one of, of limited government. You know, I, we were just talking about veterans. We can't continue to be a jack-of-all-trades in government uh, because we're going to continue to be a master at none. We've got to focus. We've got to have a more limited government approach, just like our founders uh, believed we should. And that means we're going to have to make some hard cuts. But I want to focus on public safety, transportation, and education. All right. Uh, you say limited government. And when you say, I'm the candidate of limited government, uh, implicitly you're saying Brian Kemp isn't. You're saying Casey Cagle, Senator Michael Williams. Those folks are not for limited government in the way that I am. How are they? Let, let's talk about it. How, how are they deficient in that arena? Well, I think traditionally Republicans of all stripes have gotten away from that founding principle, and we've just continued to implement uh, New Deal and Great Society programs and just uh, assume we can manage them better than liberals. But the bottom line is there's broken philosophies that drive those programs. And what I mean by that is you can spend ever more billions of dollars on said uh, programs, and they're not going to deliver a result the people that we're trying to help, and it's, we're also not going to deliver a result for the taxpayer. So we've got to focus on what we can do well, that's transportation, education, and public safety, and then let's get out of the business as much as we can from these uh, from social programs and things that are, we're not moving the needle in. Well, I mentioned that Senator Hunter Hill with us on uh, the legislative session. It is, it's ever closer, just a few months away now. You folks will be back up there in January. Fastest growing part of the budget the last few years has been health care expenditures, specifically Medicaid and a, a federal government uh, that is still out there with the Obamacare Affordable Care Act. We don't know what Washington is going to do there, but a governor and a legislature that have resisted the Medicaid expansion under the terms of the so-called Affordable Care Act, absent that, what do you do? 
Yeah, well, Tim, it's it, it's something we're not going to solve right now on this radio program, but I will because it's very complex. But we need a governor that understands what's broken about it, and that's going to be offering solutions to fix it. And the bottom line is, the Medicaid population is our most expensive population. It's our least healthy. So the healthcare community is not delivering results uh, for the least among us, and we've got to figure out ways to in, uh, to invigorate individual uh, responsibility and, and make people realize that they own aspects of their health care. And um, a state program that can um, recognize that and implement some policies, whether it be a small copay for Medicaid patients. Um, and there's, a, there's, a, there's dozens of things that we can look at, but we cannot continue to um, totally remove the individual from their personal ownership of their own health.